Hi guys, welcome to a new episode of In Other Words with Danielle and Zara. So this is a podcast where we talk about a wide variety of different subjects from loss to spirituality. So in other words, we talk about all the things. All the things. All of them. Not even just some of them. Yes. Mm -hmm. Danielle, how are you? I am well, thank you. And you? Well, I'm well. I been busy I spent mm-hmm. I, I, I calculated so that I could tell the pod that I spent 56 hours at church last week that's silly that's the bible doesn't hours. say you have to do that Zara Mm-mm. no Mm-mm. I'm just um, dedicated to the holy house I'm very happy for you it helps when you're getting paid by them of course yes um but I'm very yes. very proud of you for doing that thank you me I am looking after my brothers at the moment because my parents have decided to be so fancy and go to Italy. And I've I'm been very seeing jealous. these pictures and uh, it's hard for me not to comment and say, Is it? Why? Right? Why are you It's there? extremely unfair. Why are you the way that you are? That's what I want to know. I want to know why I was not asked to join. Invited. How do you think I feel? Anyway, so that's yeah. fun. Um, do you think the audience wants to know about my traumatic yes. experience? <laughs> 100%. So this um, is not as hectic as a car crash, but I mean, no, it's definitely event, it's n- eventful, yeah. quite the event. It's definitely not, not at all as hectic as a car crash. But um, oh, if you don't know what we're talking about, go listen to the first episode of this season. Yes. Um, yeah, we're not just speaking about car crashes randomly. Anyway, so I was busy walking my dogs with my brother. And if you don't know, we have a Rottweiler and a Golden Retriever. Hugo and Peggy. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can follow them on Instagram. They have an Instagram account. (laughs) It's something at Hugo.andPeggy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it is that. Yeah. So anyway, I was walking Hugo, my Rottweiler, and we're walking around the dam. I'm not going to say which dam because you're not allowed to know where I live. And Scandalous. <laughs> yeah. And the next thing. So Hugo, he's a friendly dog. But I mean, if a dog like goes with him or whatever, he is like, he is, he can be a bit reactive sometimes. So I mean, we just yeah. tend to avoid other dogs entirely. Mm-hmm. So we're walking along and there was this old man with this German Shepherd. And I mean, this must have been quite a young German Shepherd, like maybe a year or so. But I mean... A pup, obviously. Yeah, like it was a puppy. And anyway, so I was trying to steer Hugo around and like away from this man with his German Shepherd. And this German Shepherd lunges at Hugo. Hugo naturally takes the bait and like tries to go toward it. But I was like, no, Hugo, you can't do that. Anyway, I slip and Hugo literally drags me on my back on this gravel path. I don't know how you are not more injured. Oh my gosh. Me neither. I don't know how like my clothes didn't rip entirely, but anyway, oh, no. um, everyone was very unhelpful. The old man didn't even try to take his dog away, and I was like literally that on is the, the ground. That's the worst for me. Like there if you're taking your dogs do. for walks, then yeah, you have to control them. Yeah, and I mean like, yeah, I've taken Hugo for walks many times, even by myself. I've taken him alone with Peggy by myself, and I've never had that problem. You've taken anyway. both the dogs by yourself. Yeah, yeah. That's I have. Insane. Peggy I is. Do that. She is so easy to walk that it feels like she's nothing. She's like a if cutie. you're walking both of them together, it's basically like you're just walking Hugo. But that's because Hugo is like so solid. 
He's like, he's so like a solid. very solid of a dog. He's a tank. So anyway, I um, if you are the old man, I'm so sorry for like slandering you. No, um, no. If you're podcast. the old man, I'm coming for you. <laughs> I hope your dog wasn't hurt. I didn't even, I couldn't even like stay to see if the dog was okay. But I think it was fine because it kept on barking at other dogs when we were walking. <laughs> away, so. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it was very embarrassing for me. Pathetic. <laughs> that dog's anyway, name that's is my story. Like Dawson. Dawson, true. That's the vibe I'm getting. Uh. Alrighty, cool. Danielle, what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about something that um, is so we fun. know so much about, mm-hmm. and that is friendship. Friendship. Yes. So, how did Danielle convince me to actually be her friend? I just showed you that I knew who Birdie was and that I could play piano and you were like, cool. That was it. I needed an accompanist and I was like, this is perfect. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And yeah, I I don't know how I convinced you to be my friend or the other way around or whatever you said. I can't remember how you worded the sentence. That's okay. I was trying to be mean. Oh, okay. Well... Yeah, we just like gravitated together. You know what I'm saying? Like your vibe attracts your tribe. The law of attraction. (laughs) 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 Yes. Funnily enough, though, that's actually what I was going to start the episode with. Not the your vibe attracts your tribe, but the whole like, you know, the idea of show me your friends and I'll show you your future kind of thing. Yeah. Just because friendships are like, they form a lot of the person you become so the people you spend time with influence you a lot especially like there's sometimes periods in your life where your friends become even more than your family even more than your parents especially as a teenager if I tell Mm -hmm. a teenager something or a friend tells a teenager something they only believe it then if their parents told the same thing two months ago then it was false yeah so friends have a lot of influence over you and so it's important that you have friends and you have nice friends. Yeah, pick your friends wisely, people. And we're going to yes. give you a 40-step guide on how to do that. Yes, yeah. yes. Just, I'm just joking, Isn't there, there's a, who, is it Dale Carnegie wrote the book, How to Make Friends and Influence People? Oh, uh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds You know, I hate the title real. of that, I hate the title of that book. <laughs> Something about it gives me bad vibes, I don't know. It does, yeah, I, I think it's you, Influence People. Like, Part. Don't you don't know. have to read the blurb. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> because it tells you exactly what it is. Cool. Like, people name their books Who Stole My Cheese. How am I supposed to know what that's about? It's not about it's cheese. It's about a mouse. It's about or a mouse. Stealing. Anyways, so yeah. for those of you who don't know, what we do, and we'll probably do it with this episode, is if you go onto our YouTube, um, we kind of split the episode into segments. So if for some reason you do not want to listen to the whole episode, which I can't imagine would ever be the case. Insane. Um, then it's literally insane to me. I agree. Then you can actually go and click on the section that you'd like to listen to. So just so you know, you do have that option on YouTube. I don't think we can do it on audio platforms as far as I know. No, I would have done before for one of the episodes. I think it was our voting episode. I just put the times in the description, but I mean, you can't click on it. But mm. if they wanted to, they could just move the little thingy until that time. So, yes. but I probably won't do that because it's it's a mission. 
Yes. So, sorry, cool. you just have to be brave and listen. Yes. So what we're going to be covering is different types of friends and then mm-hmm. different seasons in friendships, different expressions in friendships, and then yes. solving conflicts. And then we did mm-hmm. ask on the gram, at in other mm-hmm. words underscore podcast, follow us mm-hmm. right now. Um, we asked people if they had any questions and so we'll we'll answer those as well. Yes. Cool. You can All right, shall we move off. on to different kinds of friends? Yes. Okay. Um, so we didn't discuss this beforehand, so I don't know exactly what you meant by this. Our friendship might end after this. It might end. It might. I might um, not like what you have to say. Yes. Um, so basically, what I think is important to note is that you're never going to have one friend for everything. You know, there's always going to be different kinds of friends at different stages of your life. Exactly. Maybe even to do different things with. um, Yes. Yeah, you can talk to about different things. You might understand things better than other friends. Exactly. That's pretty normal. And we're not like not. I'm not trying to say necessarily that you need to have this huge friendship group with all these different types of people because at the end of the day, it's quality over quantity. So Mm -hmm. yeah, keep that in mind. Sorry, you go. I think that, yeah, that's the thing that I wanted to start off with is just because I think in high school I struggled a little bit because I didn't know what a best friend was. And so, like, I found Mm. you and then I, like, quickly attached myself and you were my best friend. And then I found Rachel and I'm, like, quickly attached myself and I was, like, you are my best friend. Um, But, like, I always, like, struggled because – especially because the whole of our friendship, you've always had Devin. And so it's always been like, I have Danielle, but Danielle also has Devin. And so it was weird for me to, I think I had false expectations about what a best friend is. And I think that that Mm. largely actually has to do with TV. Oh, a hundred percent. Because you watch watch shows and everyone has a best friend. A best friend. That they do everything with, they tell everything to. And I think that that can be that can be a little bit misleading because I think that it's okay to have friends for different things. It's also Mm. healthy to have friends for different things, you know? Yeah. I think the only friendship in your life where you might have like quite a wide crossover is like the person you probably end up dating or marrying. So I just think it's important that we have friends for different purposes. Um, It sounds like really morbid, but like what if, your friend who's your everything like passes away then you have no friends no it's true but also yeah. like um, we'll talk about this probably during the seasons and friendships segment but you're not always going to be as close to like your friends as yeah. you might be at the moment or whatever like yeah we've been through see- we've been through periods of our lives like yeah we weren't super sure. close you know and it doesn't for mean sure. that you don't care about the person it's just how it is Yes. Um, but my question for you is like, what is it? how, it's an interview, <laughs> um, how, so like, obviously know that there's going to be friends for different reasons, but how do we have those kinds of friends without, let's say, using them? Like, how do we, do you yeah. know what I'm asking? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. So I think that it's, a friendship is like a two-way street. You know, Mm. like I always say that 
people often say, oh, but you haven't contacted me in such a long time. And I'm like, the phone goes both ways. Mm. And so I think it's important that when you have friends that you are actually, you bring something to the table as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because it's like your friend isn't your therapist solely, you know. No, it's not exactly. like you go for a 50-minute session, the other person barely says anything, and then you leave. Like, that's not – that's a counseling relationship. That's not a friendship. <laughs> and so I think yeah. how you don't use them is just like you offer something in return. Mm. What do you think? Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree with you. I was actually going to say the same thing. Like, you might you might see a person – only at certain times, like, for example, you might have your work friends or you might have your, I yeah. don't know, academic friends or your, what I call your parent friends. You know, like some people are just like yes. parents in a friendship. Yes. <laughs> but, um, and like you might have friends that like you want to party with, but other friends you want to go to church with, you know, <laughs> like obviously you want to go to church with everyone. If <laughs> and you want to party with your you... church friends too. But <laughs> Yes. We fall um, into both categories. Yes, but we are so much yeah, fun. If, exactly. <laughs> if you aren't, um, if you aren't like actively trying to see like, oh, how are you? Whatever. Yeah. Like, it's not necess- It's not really a friendship. Then it's just someone that you do stuff with sometimes. Yeah. You know. And I think something that's important is you don't have to have a super deep friendship with everyone. No. Because that's that's exhausting. It's exhausting. okay to make friends and call each other friends, but not feel this need to like know everything about each person Mm. because you just don't have the capacity yeah yeah so the one thing I actually wrote down a couple of friends that like type of friends if you will okay I also did yeah (laughs) the first one that I wrote is just the fun friend and I think I wrote that too (laughs) I think that this can come across really shallow and I don't think it needs to be yeah you just get those people where you know when you hang out it's going to be a jewel like it's going to be so much fun like they naturally they naturally are very uplifting you know and Mm. it's also I think that there are those people who are social butterflies in the fact that they are able to bring people together you know, oh, 100%. Like they are yeah. always inviting people. And I think it can be good to have a friend like this, especially if you are more introverted, is it's nice mm-hmm. to have someone there to kind of pull you out of your shell a little bit. Mm. One thing I will say is make sure that you check in on your fun friend. Because um, I think that's the thing. They're know, not like shallow people. They're also yeah. not always turned on. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> <Ayo>. um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah you never know what someone's going through and I mean like a lot of people are really good at sort of you know being the life of the party but then they go home and you know the song when the party's over by Billie Eilish that kind of vibe yeah (laughs) for sure okay what type of friend do you have next um I had the I already like basically mentioned all of my all of the types when I was just listing them but I have um like the spiritual kind of friend and spiritual I mean like me you know, too. anything. Like, yeah. It could be it doesn't not like necessarily law of attraction kind of spiritual. <laughs> no, we're um, not talking about that. <laughs> um but like both Zara and I are Christians, so it is nice to have someone who is maybe also a Christian or if you're not a Christian who has the same sort of beliefs as you who can encourage you in that yeah in that way, you know? Yeah. Because, like, I can't necessarily talk to my non-Christian friends about my problems or m- about my issues. Yeah. And it's, like, like, specifically please pray for related. 
and they're like uh, okay cool yeah or even like I can't even talk to I couldn't necessarily talk to them if I'm having problems like being a Christian like oh I have a problem with this part of the church because then they're going to be like uh yeah the church is stupid the church kind of is thing. terrible you know yeah, not to so say that I people are disrespectful but you know yeah. like they, a lot of people just wouldn't get it yeah and I think yeah it's really important that you're constantly being encouraged in the faith because like we weren't meant to be to walk our our journey with the Lord alone um so community is super super important and also I think a question that I've I've actually got from non well from sorry from other Christians is can I have friends that aren't Christian and I'm like please (laughs) I hope so (laughs) you have to (laughs) yeah just because it it can be very damaging to only spend time with Christians because it's this little bubble that you actually don't see the rest of the world and they're actually some nice Mm. people that aren't Christian (laughs) who would have thought Um, who would have thought um yeah so I think it's it's important that you have a good a good mix of friends and it's also like I think if you're a young Christian and let's just say that you decided that you don't want to be drinking all the time, then don't cut out every friend of yours that drinks. Just be careful with how you balance out that time, you know. Mm. So, yeah. Exactly. And um, what is your next friend? My next one is just people whom um, you have shared interests or you can relate to on certain things. So, like, when Sean Mm. and I became friends, like, a lot of – the basis of our friendship right in the beginning was music. We just loved mm. music. So we were constantly sharing music and talking about music. Um, yeah. You know, and he wasn't the person that, like, in the first two weeks, I would talk about, like, my whole life story to. Um, and there's yeah. some people you play sports with, and I've, I wouldn't yeah. think about that. Um, and it's okay. And it's kind of nice to have people you can do those things with. Mm. You know, like, you, you no, it is. cycle with lots of people. <laughs> why would they do that um, um no no it's it's really really nice to find people who you have interests with and I mean uh, one of my friends Donal she sometimes listens I don't know if she's listening right now but I mean <laughs> when we ever talk our conversations about Taylor Swift, go so much one. so much about Taylor Swift so much about <laughs> Harry Styles so much about sustainability and climate change and like it. it never gets boring to talk about it you know yeah, and also because sure. and this is what I want to say as well like you don't need to be in constant contact with friends right like yeah um you and I will often have just random conversations throughout the day i honestly um, think if people read our whatsapp chats they would so probably stupid. admit us to like some psychiatric <laughs> award <laughs> maybe um but i mean because i don't like always i'm not in constant communication with all of my friends so when we do see each other it's just really nice to just fully catch up and be in the moment yeah. i can't do yeah. that with you because you don't live here anymore but Whatever. it's okay yeah <sighs> 20 sleeps and then you get to see me, Daniel. 20, really? That's quite close. Yes, not close wow. enough, but yes. Very exciting. Um, and on that note, I think it's just people like, there's certain people that have maybe been through the same thing as you. And so. Yeah, your shared trauma friend. to them. <laughs> yes. And then like, you know, you get your couple friends. So like. Yeah. Like you want to go hang out as couples, then you can. A side note, mm-hmm. okay. if you're a couple and you only have couple friends, I look down upon you. <laughs> yes. It I is feel my like... least favorite thing. Yeah. It's like all 
couple of, it's really nice like the fact that yeah. i have someone now it just makes the dynamic with us nicer like we can do things mm. together um mm. but like i don't know you get people who once they are in a relationship then they start only hanging out with couples and i can't yeah I, I mean, I feel that. like I feel like with the married couples, you've been married a long time. Like they do sort of gravitate. Is it gravitate? Yeah, mm -hmm. they do sort of like gravitate towards other couples and like yeah. other married couples, especially like if they have kids or whatever, because it's just a bit easier. Yeah, I don't know. It's a bit easier to associate with people who are like yes. you, I guess. So I feel like yeah. I understand when you're like a married couple, but like yeah. a long married couple, and like. All of your friends are basically married at that point anyway. <laughs> but yeah, yeah once you get into sure. a relationship and you only hang around couples, it's a bit weird. Not going to lie. Yeah. A little bit weird. And also, how do you know so many couples? Yeah. <laughs> Where did they come from? Yeah. Um, and then you... Okay, wait, you're next. Um, yeah, so I said you also get your lifelong friends. And not every friend is a lifelong friend. Oh, which we'll talk about in the next I, segment. Yes. Um, but I, I feel like I'm saying um so much. Anyway, that's okay. Mind this your business. Our podcast. Mind your business. It's our business. It's our business and our podcast. <laughs> but we're not making any money, so it's not a very good business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I feel like there are just some people in your life who you can always talk to, who you can always consider a friend throughout your life, and. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just through every season, you might, like like we said, might not, might not always be as close, but they're always there for you yeah. and you're always there for them. Yes, for nice. sure. I think that mm. kind of, yeah, mine, <laughs> I wrote years and years. Um, so, and sometimes it can be family. That's a band. You know. <laughs> that is a band. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it's family, you know, like you and Larissa yeah. will always be friends. Like. Mm. Because you're forced Absolutely. to number one, but like you also like each other, so it's convenient. <laughs> yes, exactly. But you also get those kinds of friends who just naturally will always be be with you. And that's kind mm. of a comfort. It's like, unfortunately, it you are stuck with me. Yeah. Or Deal fortunately. <laughs> depending. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <sighs> Who's next? Um, I think you can. You, yeah, you. Yes. So then there's just those friends who you can connect with on an intellectual level. Um, mm. And th by that, I don't mean... Yeah, I like, academic friends. <laughs> yes. I don't mean like smart people and dumb people. It's just like yeah. if you're interested in a certain branch of like knowledge or things. Thought, yes. It's nice to, you know. So like yeah. if I see something on the news, like I'll send it to you mm. first generally. Um, yeah so yeah it's just it's okay to have friends like that as well it's okay to have mm. friends that you talk to about just those things you know I have people who I send things on Instagram to um when it's related to that thing but we don't really talk about anything else and that's okay yeah that's pretty normal yeah. and it's not there's nothing worse than like sending something to someone and then they're like huh what huh <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you send things to me and I'm like huh and then you tell me and I'm like oh yeah 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 that Damn. very much does relate to me <laughs> yeah um but yeah it is nice to have people who you can actually have good conversations with and yeah. even if you don't necessarily agree on the same things it's just about the ability to have that conversation and have respectful conversations for sure for yeah. sure yes yes so then I have the parent friend slash 
advice friend. So, um, yeah, they are always people who sort of like assume the role of like the mom friend or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And they kind of just want to like look after you, make sure that you're okay. And yeah, it's pretty nice to have those people around and you can go to them with a problem and they can give you advice. I don't know. Do you think they have to be older than you? No. No. I don't think so either. No, I don't. But I think, like, I I would even say that a mentorship relationship is also a friendship. But then then that is very different. But you do get the friends that you can go to that you can trust completely. um, Yes. You know, and I think that there are friendships where maybe it is a little bit more give and take. So, like, their friends, Mm -hmm. for example, like, I've, I've developed relate like friendships with the girls I used to mentor. Um, but I don't necessarily put all of my stuff on them, just given that yes. of the way our friendship has grown. But it doesn't mean it's not a friendship. Mm. Um, yeah. And vice versa, you know, like, mm. so, yeah. No, it's cool. And then the last one is that you have that friend who will be completely honest with you, that cares yes. enough about you to tell you the truth. Even mm-hmm. if it's rough. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, and at I the same time, it's nice to have, have like, those people. Yeah. And then also there's people nice to have your like, hype you friends. go girl, you can do this. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. But I feel yes. like Honestly, Lizzo very would important. be one of those people in my life. If I were friends with Lizzo, she would be my hype woman. Mm. 100%. I mean, she's, your, she's everyone's hype woman at the moment. Agreed. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. And also, you you'll have different friendships that tick off different areas in this mm. in this thing. Can I please tell you, though, like the other day when Basil Sparks, yes. who I speak about all the time, um, preached at Sean's church, and then he called Sean up on stage, and he was like, we have a mutual friend. That was me. <laughs> I worked for him, You're the and mutual I'm his friend. friend. And I'm Sean's girlfriend, Aww. but I'm also his friend. Yeah. Mutual friendships. So friendships, so true. You get friendships of all kinds, all exactly. shapes and sizes, all shapes and lots of things, all the things. Yes. The last cool. thing, though, sorry, just one more thing on that before we all move good. to the next section was just it's so important not to compare friends. Yes, very important. I just yeah, I think that that can be very very dangerous, especially like friendship groups, like close knit cliques can get dangerous in that sense. Mm -hmm. So I think you just have to remember that people are who they are. Um, And I think we'll talk about this forever and ever in any relationship is like you have to manage your expectations, but just you can't compare people, (laughs) you know? No, hundred percent. So, And like when you, when you start a friendship with someone, like you said, they are who they are and you kind of just have to accept that. Mm -hmm. Um, You're never going to be, the savior uh you can't expect like it's the same with a romantic relationship you know you shouldn't start a friendship with someone being like important yeah yeah you can't start a friendship and think oh i'll change them and like make them better i don't know if anyone does think that way but i don't know why you would that's pretty weird yeah yeah so don't try to be like someone's savior or anything like that because you know what it's just not going to work out like that and also while you have to accept people for who they are and if you choose to pursue a friendship then so be it but if yeah if you are not feeling great about the friendship you don't need to stay friends with someone yeah and we did talk about red flags in our first red flags episode yes um 
So go check that red out. Flags. And you yes, can so hear we, all about the red flags and friendships. Yeah, there's a lot of things that we aren't going to mention in this episode, but we did address in yeah. in that episode. Yes. Cool. So the next thing is seasons in friendships. Mm-hmm. So seasons. what does a summer friendship look like? And what does a winter friendship look like? You know what's difficult about that here? Is that some people really like um, winter and some people really like summer. And then they don't like the other season. That's rude. You know? So seasons are like very subjective for people. Fine. Okay, Just in let's case stop talking know. nonsense. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have no, to say no. about this? <laughs> cool. Well, I feel like I've basically said this but you're not always going to have the same relationship with your friends that Mm -hmm. you once had um I have a lot of people in my life who I was maybe quite close to at one stage and then we've drifted apart don't really speak that much anymore but it doesn't necessarily mean that I don't consider them a a friend. friend like if I've cared for you at least once before in my life I'm not gonna all of a sudden decide oh no, we're not off. really friends anymore you know yeah. like I do consider you a friend even if we don't really see each other like you're still my friend it is yeah. what it is uh, life life happens you know yeah and I think friends will um you'll have friends for like different times of your life mm-hmm. so for sure. some friends like you might be going through something or something that might be happening in your life that like a lot of friends won't really be able to help you with or relate to yeah. at all Whereas, like, another friend might know exactly what you're going through and might know exactly what to do to help you. Um, And you might, like, grow closer, but then, I don't know, after a while you might have to part. It's a pretty normal part of life, to be honest. For sure. And I think the important thing is we need to be okay with the fact that some friends are seasonal. Like, something I realized when I was leaving DBC is I'm moving across the country and there are friendships that I developed there that I treasure and I value so much, but I accept the fact that we're moving on to different seasons. It's the same when you leave high school yeah. or I'm exactly. not friends with anyone from primary school anymore. I have some of them on Facebook, <laughs> no. but like I'm not active. I'm friends, friends with people with from them. primary school. Yeah. Like Devin, the monkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a hilarious photo. Yes. But yeah, maybe but we'll yeah, share it. Right. Maybe we will. <laughs> Um, yeah, and um, I think, as you said, you get different phases of your life. So some something that I've seen, I've actually seen it twice, is the best friend dynamic when a friend gets married mm. is, unfortunately, it does change, you know, and it doesn't mean... Yeah, it has like, to change. Yeah, like, unfortunately, or fortunately, healthily, your friend's spouse is going to come before you. <laughs> yes. That's now their family. So yeah. I think it's just prepare yourself for those kinds of seasons or when your friend has a baby like if they can't make plans with you like understand that they're in a different life phase to you Mm. you know exactly so and we need to be okay with that like i'm dating a student Ugh, just had to deal (laughs) you know terrible um (laughs) oh i think we should maybe talk a little bit more about how romantic relationships like yes. once you get into a romantic relationship, how that yes. might affect your friendships. Yes. And yeah, we already said, you know, sometimes friends will get into a relationship and then they might only want to hang out with couples or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, even just besides from, aside from that, um, if you get into a relationship, your friendships are naturally going, going to, to change a little bit. Um, I think 
when you're still young, um, I don't think that your romantic relationship needs to become your everything. I think you need to realize that friendships are incredibly important because yeah. as like statistically, you probably won't um, end up with whatever yes. maybe you're dating when you're a teenager. School. Yeah, yes. you probably won't end up with them. So if you let your friendships deteriorate, mm-hmm. if or when you break up with your significant other, it's just going to be really hurtful. You're going to... And I think it's also really hurtful for the friends because they're like, oh, yeah. she's... No, she's... Or she or he's choosing um, their boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah. Exactly. And then it, there's going to be some some hurt feelings over there. Yeah. And yeah, it's just best not to alienate, alienate yourself. Mm-hmm. So... On the other hand... That. On the other hand, something that I've kind of, quote-unquote, strived to do is I also think when you get into a new relationship it's very natural to be super excited about it you know and yeah, it's all you want to talk it's all you want to talk about and so I I hope that I'm the kind of friend who like if a friend of mine gets into a new relationship like for me I understand if she wants to talk about this guy for 10 minutes and I'm not going to be like oh shut yes. up about this guy you know it's an exciting time and I want to be a yeah. part of that and celebrate in that as well so yeah I think it is like you might not be the plus one to everything anymore and that's okay <laughs> mm, that's okay exactly yeah um so yeah it will it will naturally change uh, don't alienate yourself and also if your friend gets a boyfriend or a girlfriend be excited for them because it is exciting. It is exciting. And yeah. Yes. And you can manage both. I've, I've honestly, and we've been friends, like you and Devin have basically always been together in my brain, like for as long as yeah. you and I have been close <laughs> friends. And yeah. I've never felt like, obviously Devin's comes first. Um, and like, but I've never felt like I've been left out or like, you yeah. know. And oh, even I'm if bad. I have, like, I haven't let you, I just, like, show up when I want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, exactly. It's literally like the Marie family are going away and Danielle's bringing Devin and Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably yes. not normal, it's fun. but in our case. No, but I mean, when, like, Devin gets on so well with my whole family, so. Yes, He's talking you to know. your dad more than he's talking to you sometimes. So. Exactly. He really yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah. Okay. And then also seasons in friendship is emotional needs shift. Yeah. So sometimes you just generally need more support in one season than in another season. And that's mm. also okay. Um mm. Yeah, your emotional needs change along with your friends. So your friendships might change as well. And that's yeah, okay. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, and then people change. People do change. Like, yes. especially, like, from high school to, like, after high school to 10 years time. Like, people change. Mm-hmm. And, I don't, like, I don't think we need to, like, envy that. Yeah. You know? Like, it's important that we grow and we move we move mm. we move exactly <laughs> so yes yeah, that's important exactly we ebb and flow we grow yes. as we go grow as we go amen to that yes cool do you have anything else to say in seasons mm, no i think i think i've said all that i need to say and you've said all that you need to say hopefully 
I have one more thing. <laughs> You're so rude. Is also so rude. it's okay to mourn a friendship. If a friendship oh, yeah. season is coming to an end, it doesn't have to be a dramatic end, but like it's okay to miss, you know, people mm. that you were once close to. Um Yeah. It's it's okay. Like let yourself feel that, you know. Mm. That's all right. But yeah, they were once an important part of your life. And yeah, it is a natural part of life. And yeah, not all friendships necessarily end in a big fight and, Mm -hmm. you know, everyone's crying and I don't know, unfollowing each other on Instagram. A lot of friendships just literally fizzle out, you know, and it doesn't mean that you don't still love each other, but you're just not going to be as close anymore. Exactly. So yeah, it is a part of life. Indeed. Cool. Different expressions of friendship. Is that what's our next? Yes. Yes. So what did we mean by this? Because I, th- I yeah. knew what I meant and you knew what I meant. But what does it mean? So like how you express friendship. <laughs> yes, you know, my immediate thought was the five you, love languages. Yes, but I actually think that that like plays a part in this. Even though yeah, I'm, not, like, I'm not a huge fan. I did read the book and it wasn't life changing. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, I did. How sad. Um, uh, funnily enough, my ex-boyfriend's mom bought it for me. So I read it. <laughs> Didn't work well, obviously. <laughs> Clearly <Tricky>. not. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that, and our friendship has taught me the most about this, um, mm. is like different people express love differently. Yes. And so you might be expressing affection or whatever in a way that you like to feel like be made to feel but it's not necessarily how they Mm. feel loved so to make Mm. it practical for example like I like physical touch so like I know that you are intentional about like hugging me you know you're not like a super touchy person but like you will hug me um yes whereas like I know that you like quality time and I think in high Mm. school we missed each other a lot there because like I would tell you because I like to have words of affirmation before less so now um so I would tell you oh Danielle you're the best you're the best you're the best but like I made no time for you so it's like it's very easy for you to say like yeah I'm not feeling that way you know and it's like Mm. you're not one to write like long love letters but you know that I appreciate that so I remember the one birthday you're like between the two of us, you're the wordy one, but da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah. so like I wouldn't, it wouldn't necessarily work the same way, but I just think it's important yeah. to recognize how does the other person receive, you know, love mm. um, and yeah. important that you love them in that way, you know? Yes. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. I'm glad that you um, don't want I'm glad that you're not a person who wants a lot of acts of services from me in particular because this would never have worked out. He's the worst. <laughs> yes, guys, Danielle is not a fan of making everyone tea. I'm not. I'm literally, I don't know what it is about me, but I hate, I don't like doing acts of services. And Okay. I don't like it. I'm sorry. I hate I'm, helping I'm never other the person. People. I'm never the person to like stay behind and clean up after a party. I'm like, let's get out of here, you know? Like I was here, I spent the quality time, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> I mean, there's lots to say that, like, yes. like when you when you do help out, and I mean, I do like to, you know, help out around the house, and I like to do. I mean, something you're looking after your brothers now while your parents are just vacaying. Yeah, that's an act yeah. of service. And I hope they yeah. feel your love. I think yeah, I hope so. Yeah, and it's not like I refuse to do dishes or I refuse to do washing. Like, I do all those things, and I actually, I, I like doing it, but I don't know. Maybe it's selfish, but, like, when it when it makes me feel nice, then, like, I will do it. I don't know. <laughs> she's not a terrible person, guys. She's making herself sound terrible, but she's really not. I, you know, I just feel like you'd always hear, like, especially at church, because I feel like a lot of... Um, uh, what, what, what is the word I'm trying to say? A lot of acts of services was basically like really highlighted. And I remember, you know, if it was holiday club or whatever it was, they would always be like, this person is so amazing because they stayed behind and mopped the floors. And I'm like, I was okay. on stage for those You know, kids. I would literally, I would not do that. I'm sorry. That's just not <laughs> what I do. It's not but like my, if you it's knew not my gift. that like, someone you had someone close in your life and that was how they felt love then i mean you would do the thing i don't know if i'd mop their floors but i mean if they're going <laughs> through not. a tough time and they couldn't clean their house I might them out. <laughs> yeah. yeah so like for example like i'm a very touchy person but if i know someone just doesn't like physical contact i'm not going to be like oh let's hug for five minutes no. yeah so I find I hug the people. I mean, apart from Devin, um, I find I hug the people that I'm like closest to yeah. probably the least. Um, yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's like, oh, I'm too close to you. I can't like <laughs> lean on your shoulder. It's weird. It's very funny. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So I think that's actually helped me a lot. I don't know. I kind of learned that in our friendship and mm. yeah, people experience love in different ways. Yeah. So I think it's good if you even want to ask your friends, like, oh, how do you sort of experience yes. love? How do you want to receive? Like, what do you, what is your love language? Yeah. yeah. How do you like to show love? All those kinds of things. I, I don't think it needs to be a weird thing. Like, it's no. really just to help you and your friendship. Exactly. Okay. So then my next one was, I put it under different expressions in friendship because that felt like the most applicable place to put it but what are your thoughts on male female relationships and I'll say this as a straight person because I don't actually know how I would deal with the dynamic like in same-sex relationships but like yeah. as a straight person how do you yes. how do you handle that dynamic of being friends with someone of the opposite sex okay so are you saying like if I like it that I'm in a relationship or just like in general? Both, both. Yeah. Okay. I think, so if you're just like a normal, per a normal person, if you just, <laughs> if you um, like maybe that a single person. That disqualifies me. I'm not normal. Yeah, so sorry. <laughs> Bye. So if you're a single person and you're like, are friends with opposite sex, I don't know. I've always been of the opinion that like, oh, it's, like, it's fine. You can be friends without, um, like, anything happening, without anyone catching feelings. But I've seen it too many times where if people do catch feelings. Yes. And you know what? And this is what they always say on the, on the What We Said podcast whenever this, like, topic comes up. Because, like, if you're not feeling the attraction for, let's say, your guy best friend, it doesn't mean he's not feeling the attraction for you. You know what I'm saying? Amen, sister. 
you know? It's like, you don't really know. And I mean, obviously, then if you ask your guy best friend or your girl best friend, like, oh, do you like, like, I'm not really, like, if you make out, like, you're not really interested, they're not going to act like they are really interested because, I yeah, it's a bit like, it's maybe a bit awkward. I'll, maybe I'll do a whole episode on, on my, my experience yeah. with that. Yeah. Um, and then on the other hand as well, like, some people will just never really have that attraction. Like, oh, you might think, oh, like, oh, they're an attractive person, but I don't really want to be with them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because, I mean, human beings can control themselves and, like, we can be yes. really smart sometimes. Yeah. sometimes. So you're not always going to have that sort of, like, magnetism with someone of the opposite sex just because they are of the opposite sex. Yeah. But I'm just saying, just because you don't feel it doesn't mean they don't feel it. So think about so that. So do you think that, and this is probably going to be an unpopular opinion depending on your answer, do you think a guy and a girl can be best friends? Do you think your best friend can be a guy? I mean, I think you can be best friends. I I don't know. I do think you can be best friends. But it's not, necess- it's not to say that, like, you're always going to be best friends. And especially, like, if you get into a relationship – you know, it is the di- the dynamics are gonna change mm. depending on the kind of person you are. I guess I don't know. For me personally, I wouldn't feel comfortable, like super comfortable, if like Devin was like best friends with a girl. And this is not to say like oh he can't have girl like friends, friends that are girls, girls because I mean Devin's always been the kind of guy to have a lot of girl friends, <laughs> <laughs> friends that are girls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He only has one girlfriend. Um, That's you. But I mean, it's. Yeah, I mean, like, his his friendships with them are, like, will never be the same as it is with me. And I don't feel threatened or anything in that sort of way. Yeah. And also, I mean, you learn. We've been through lots of different phases in our friendship. And, like, at the beginning, yeah. I was kind of like, I just said in our friendship, in our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, at the beginning, like, I did used to feel a little bit insecure about, like, girls that he was friends with. Yeah. And then I realized, like, I just need to communicate those feelings, first of all. and yeah you just kind of need to set boundaries say what you're comfortable with ask them what they're comfortable with Mm -hmm. that's really what the most important thing is in a relationship and in a friendship don't be afraid to set boundaries with your guy friends or your girlfriends or whatever like set boundaries for sure yeah what do you think so i i don't think it's possible to be like for your one best friend to be someone of the opposite sex because yeah when you inevitably get into a relationship, that can be a very uncomfortable dynamic for the other person because mm. they can trust you 100%, but, like, you just never know. Um, and so, I don't know. It's, I think a healthy distance is always safe. And it's like, you do you get those friendships where a guy and a girl are best friends, but they, like, lie on top of each other and they just, like, always yeah. at each other's houses. And that's fine with the understanding that, oh, when we get into a relationship, things will change. But it's very difficult to regress, mm. you know. Um, mm. So, I don't know. I just think you should be a little bit more careful. And the reality is, if you are being very, very vulnerable with someone of the opposite sex, that is how you form – that's how intimacy, like, no, is exactly. And so, it can be very difficult. So, yeah, I just think rather safe than sorry – and I will maybe talk about this more in depth at some point. But as you know, Danielle, like I think what made me realize I have feelings for my very good friend was the idea of him liking someone else. Like then yeah. it started to bug me. And like, I think if 
I started dating someone, they would probably not be happy with the level of depth that existed between me and my friend who was eventually going to become my boyfriend. So you just have to be careful. Yeah, you do have to be careful. I think, yeah, I think I've said all that I want to say on the topic. Yeah. I feel like I had a thought, but I mean, it's, I think everything that has needed to be said has been said from my side. Fantastic. Uh, the last thing, yes. and this kind of goes into solving conflict, which is why we can like have a nice segue, but also just if people don't share all their feelings with you, don't see that as a, we're not close. Yeah. Because some people process out loud and need to verbalize things. And some people actually just need to think about it for themselves before they express anything. And so mm. I would just say that some, some people are just generally talkers and that's how they process things. Um, yeah. And that can, obviously you feel very close to that person then, but if you have a friend who only tells you things after the fact, it's not like they don't trust you per se. They just, mm. they don't like process things out loud. And so it's important yeah. to understand the difference and not get upset. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And also just, you know, let the friend know that you are there for them exactly. when they want to tell you things, you know, like yeah. just make yourself available in that way. If you have the space for it, obviously, for sure. but yeah, with conflict, I am a person who wants to avoid conflict yes. all the time. I hate I'm, it. I'm not a fan. I'm getting better at like conflict. I'm like, yeah, come at me, bro. <laughs> good no it's very good but I mean I just try not to on like on purpose start I mean I don't know why anyone like purposefully starts drama but some people just do I guess strange some people really like drama and that's strange for me as an adult yeah I saw I saw a post the other day that said like oh I don't just like I don't like drama when I'm involved but when other people have drama, like, yeah, tell me all about it. I'm keen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. It's very uh, strange to me. Like, drama as an adult is really strange for me. But I know. Anyways. Like, but things happen. But you conflict, know? on the other hand, like, conflict is inevitable. All the time. Especially in friendships. Yes. So when yes. Danielle and I have a fight and we don't talk for five months, how do we solve that conflict? Zara, I am just crying every single day and like eating ice cream and things like that. It's terrible. And then eventually I will just tell you a funny joke. And then you'll be like, send a meme. Cool. Okay. But that doesn't solve all conflict. So let's discuss. (laughs) That doesn't happen, by the way. Oh, yeah. We've never (laughs) gone. It doesn't happen. (laughs) No. No. And we've never like fought. I think we have like disagreements, but I've got disagreements. The only time ever is I'll be like, are you angry with me? Because, like, it'll yeah. be through a message. Because, like, you can't And I'm usually tell. not angry. No, <laughs> yeah. she's not. No. So my first tip, and I think this is solving conflict in friendships, but it can apply to anything, really, any relationship. And the first yeah. one is just don't try and win the fight. It's not about winning the fight. Mm. Like, if you yeah. are so dead set on being right, then mm. you have to understand that okay it's at the risk of a friendship so like yeah yeah I'll often say because I'm so cute I'll say it's you it's you and me versus the problem not the problem me versus you You and you versus you yeah 
Yeah. And that's the same with any any sort of any relationship. relationship. Yeah. And you have to realize at some point, like, if your fights are always against each other, especially if you have a lot of differences ideologically or morally or things like that, you might, you probably won't change the other person's mind about a lot of things. No. So once again, don't have a savior complex and no. yeah, just realize like either you're okay with having friends with like very different beliefs than you or you're not. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that it can work in a friendship, but like a relationship, no ways. Mm-mm. Like no, especially like not when it comes to your morals no. or religious no. beliefs or anything like that. Like you know what? Just just be careful with those kinds of things. For sure. Yeah. So I wrote, and this is because I have been watching The Office and finished the last the season now. And, you know, when, uh, I guess, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched The Office or are busy watching The Office, then just skip. But when Jim and, Jim and Pam are fighting yes. um, and that they go through therapy, then they're told, no, they have to speak their truth. And with yes. everything, they're like, well, to speak my truth. Yes. And honestly, that's what you have to do, though. Which you is. Know? Not in a passive-aggressive way, but you no. do have to speak your truth. So, <laughs> so true, don't, bestie. Don't be afraid to... Thank you. Don't be afraid to communicate what you're feeling. Like if your friend did something that bothered you for whatever reason, even if you think it's stupid and they'll like, it's probably not a big deal. Yeah. It's okay to say so. And like for me personally, if I ever get annoyed by anything, I do like take time to internalize things. I'm not going to get annoyed and then be like, why, like, why would you say this? It was so annoying. Yeah. You know, I just need to think things through, think, oh, is it really a big deal? And then if I think it's worth bringing up, Mm-hmm. then i will bring it up you for know. sure always sleep on it yeah. mm. um but yeah i wrote literally i said communicate don't bottle don't bottle. so yeah so if something's been bugging you for multiple days the more you bury it the next thing that person does is going to annoy you so much and then it's much bigger than it ever needed exactly. to be so exactly if you're really friends with someone then hopefully you've learned to communicate so mm-hmm. literally it's so dumb especially now I think I'm learning it more so than ever when almost the majority of my relationships and friendships are long distance but like when people say communication is like the most important thing in a relationship like it really is yeah they mean it (laughs) like yeah so as cliche as it sounds like communicate yeah you have to yes yeah like I said your brain makes things worse so 100% they're going to say another thing and you're going to get like so frustrated. And then at a stage, like it almost gets too late to mm. like, not, not to chat about it, but like it, it will turn into a fight probably. Yeah. And that sucks. So try to avoid that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then my next one was compromising specifically. Yes. So, and I've seen this, I think specifically with you and Devin, you've actually spoken about this before in the podcast is you often, we just kind of attract people that are different from us. It's very normal. Yeah. But like you often get people in friendships where the one, when there's an issue, they want to talk it out right now. And then you get another person who can't deal with the conflict right now. And it's like, you kind of yeah. have to find a middle ground where you, mm. you are willing to take time out 
but not like leave the person hanging for days and days and days and days. Mm. So you kind of have to find a middle ground because some people do need some time and some people do yeah. need to talk about it in order to feel better. So, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think yeah, what I wrote next was don't gossip about that friend. So when you're going through mm-hmm. um, conflict you know what I said? Don't make it a what? community affair. <laughs> nice. <laughs> For real. Um, Especially in church, really car people. Oh my gosh, yeah. Because yeah, it's the same thing as really being in a relationship. You know, like if you re- if this friendship is really important to you, you're not going to involve everyone whenever you go through any sort of conflict. Because like yeah. you said, conflict is an ed- inevitable. And it also just sparks rumors that might not even really be true. Yeah. And sure. yeah, like I said, it's okay to seek advice about things. Um, if you go to the right person, you have to realize some people are gossipers. So don't do that. Yeah. If you know your friend is a gossiper, probably don't share all of your deep, deep dark feelings secrets, with them. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, don't don't make conflict drama if it doesn't need to be, and it usually doesn't need to be. I agree. Okay, then I said put yourself in their shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, in conflict, always like I think it's so important to. Be able to say, okay, what if I were the other person and they are dealing with X, Y, and Z right now? How would I manage the pressure of this and this and this, you know? Mm. So if Danielle is feeling overwhelmed and we have a fight, I'm like, okay. But Danielle's also looking after two teenage boys and dogs that just drag her <laughs> around and a master's and a job and a needy boyfriend. Like, <laughs> shame, your boyfriend's actually That was the word word today. Needy. Needy. Yeah. And mm. So, yeah, I think just put yourself in the other person's shoes, especially if you're friends, you know that person yeah. and you know what they're going through. Yeah. So, Have some compassion and amen. empathy. Amen. Yeah. Cool. Well, I see I didn't actually write any more advice, so you carry on and I will chip in when you do. Because you're a perfect <laughs> friend who never has confidence. That's true. So true, bestie. Um, So this I heard from Chad Masters. He says it all the time. He says, don't expect what you can't express. So you Mm. can never get angry with someone for not doing something you wanted them to do if you didn't tell them to do it. Yeah, absolutely. I've never been one to say, no, you can't be angry because I don't want to gaslight people or invalidate their feelings. But like, Mm. it's just unreasonable (laughs) to be angry with someone, you know, for Mm. not doing something if you didn't ask them to like we aren't <laughs> Devin yeah. was joking about this literally before we started recording he's like <laughs> I cannot read your mind I cannot read your minds <laughs> so yeah. yeah it's just like if you're going to be frustrated about something just make sure that like that person understands that you were expecting one thing and you know it yeah. wasn't you know they mm-hmm. didn't meet up to it so Yes. Exactly. Express yourself. I agree. Do express yourself. Yes. And then another thing, and you've spoken a lot about this, was just accepting differences, you know. Like, mm. you aren't going to change anyone. So, if you're in a conflict, let's just say that you disagree on, like, a, an issue. Like, it doesn't need to be a fight, you know. If your best friend is pro-life no, exactly. and you are pro-choice, 
doesn't have to be the mm. end of your friendship. You don't have to scream and shout no. and let it roll out. Like the, was yeah. it the black You can agree piece? to disagree. Yeah. And find common ground, you know? Yeah. Like just because you have you disagree on some things, it doesn't mean that you disagree on everything, everything. about that issue. Yeah. You know? If so the person ground. thinks like murder is okay, then maybe maybe that's a no. But otherwise. Yes. Yeah. Ugh, if, they prob- if, they're, if they're not going to murder anyone, then it is what it is. <laughs> if they Pray take for your life. Swift, it's fine. <laughs> exactly. It's fine. <laughs> okay. And then yeah. my last one was don't play the game. <laughs> don't play the blame game. Mm. Yes. Amen because to that. They are always two sides to a story and I think that there are definite things like for example like if a friend shares like a deep dark secret that you told them never to tell anyone like they are clearly in the wrong but I think it's just Mm. always important that you just are able to evaluate okay where do I stand in this situation? Have I done anything that yeah. have caused any issues? And like, even in my previous relationship, I remember like a couple of months after I sat down and I wrote down like all the mistakes I made. Once I was past the hurt where I was like, he did this, 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 this wrong. And you know, cause mm. everyone does that after a breakup. Most people. Yeah. Um, but once I acknowledged like my fault, it was just such a like, growth experience Um, and I think it makes conflict less ugly when both people are able to admit like this is where I fall short you know Mm. yeah so realize that you're not a perfect person unless your name is Danielle or Zara like unfortunately or Jesus unfortunately yeah it's just the case that was a close one hey (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that's all I have to say about friendships. Should we answer mm. those two questions? Yes. So the first one, uh, she asked us to talk about making friends as an adult. And a lot more yeah, difficult. This is, yes, it is tricky because especially if you're not in like school or like going to university classes, maybe yeah. you, you're not really having like groups of people around you at all times that make it kind of easy to yeah, for sure. to make friends you know um so i think i wrote down some things i don't mm-hmm. know if you want to no go ahead chat about what you wrote first um so i think firstly what's important is that you are yourself that you be yourself and we've spoken about this before but i mean you're never really going to make true friendships if you're trying to fit into a different mold or trying to be someone who you think someone else might like because I mean maybe they will like that person but I mean it's going to be really draining for you to sort of be that person all the time when it's not really who you are and I mean like we said you can't um, always be turned on you can't always be turned on (laughs) please I'm going to 100% put that in our description for this episode (laughs) Um, and I think well it's really important like when I say this, I'm not trying to say that you just got to like be there and like everyone will come to you. But I mean, I, I really do believe that like your vibe does attract your tribe kind of thing. Yeah. That's like, and but it doesn't mean that you necessarily have to be passive. But I mean, if it means joining groups, if you have a hobby, you can join a, like a group that does those hobbies. I don't know. Yeah. Like go to go to church if you're a christian and you want to make christian friends then go to church yeah and 
yeah, I think you're ultimately, you're, yeah, you're inevitably going to chat to someone at some point. Yeah. So, yeah, like try to put yourself out there in things that you're interested in because you'll find people with similar interests to you. And that's cool. Yeah. It's a nice way to make friends. Yeah. yeah. So I think I can definitely relate to this just because it's been a struggle for me. Um, given mm. the fact that I am a young adult and I live in a town where there aren't that many young adults. Like mm. the demographic in my church, for example, the majority of the people in my church are like retired. So yeah. moving here, especially coming from an area like Dovenville where literally UCT and Stellenbosch are like right there. So there's a lot of varsity yeah. age students and then beyond. And Cape Town's just a really mm. like nice place to settle. Um, and so for me, it's, it's genuinely like, you have to put yourself out there. And so for yeah. me, it's like, I, ha I found a young adults group that meets, um, in the area and just met people and like go out for mm -hmm. coffee, you know, like I think the friend that I've made here, who's probably my, one of my closest friends here now is, I told someone I'm looking for friends and they're like, oh, let me give you her number. And we mm -hmm. went on like <laughs> a blind coffee date. No, but <laughs> we, we literally just WhatsApped and she knew I was new to the area. And she's like, let's grab coffee. And we grab coffee and like we've developed yeah. a friendship from there on out. And I think it can be really terrifying. Um, but like, unfortunately, you, you do just need to put yourself out there. Um, mm. yeah, you don't have to be an extrovert, but you do have to show some sort of initiative because it isn't like yeah. school where you're surrounded by a million people and you have a wide range of people to choose from who are all your age, etc. Yeah. No, exactly. So I think, um, as well, like social media is a pretty cool, um, place. tool for be meeting people. Us, yeah. DM us, we will um, be your friend. Yes, Shay, my Instagram is, well, if you follow me on Instagram at Daniel underscore Maria, my Instagram is private and I might not accept your follow if I don't know who you are. Maybe just request it and be like, I'm trying to make friends I listen to in, in other words, with a yellow heart, yes. then we know. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, social media is a great tool for meeting people. So if you follow someone that maybe lives in an area close to you and you think, oh, maybe we'd be friends, I don't know, yeah. maybe you could message them. Who knows? I've never done that. Never had to. Um, yeah. I would have a lot of anxiety doing that. But it is the worst thing they can say is no. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I think another like important sliding thing. into people's DMs. I used to be so against yeah. that, and I, I wouldn't. It depends want how to, you do it. But like, I know yeah. a lot of people. Like, I know Trey Kennedy. I think met his wife via social media. Didn't mm. Jason gave meet each other on social media? I think Tori and Chad also yeah. met each other on social media. Also, all these YouTubers. Um, yeah. Actually, no, they didn't. Or they did. I can't remember. But like, all a person can say is no. <laughs> and I think there's this weird like, exactly. oh, you're so desperate and then you if you're on. looking for friends. No, I literally told this whole town I no. have no friends find me friends and I'll have friends <laughs> yes exactly um I think another important thing and as someone I'm not good at this but anyway do what I've she says not as she does <laughs> exactly and that is um don't be afraid of small talk and I'm someone yeah. who does kind of hate small talk but yeah. at the same time like I was watching this YouTube video the other day I can't remember exactly what her name I think it's Jen 
Jen M. She's quite a big YouTuber. Okay. But anyway, she was talking about how to be a better communicator mm-hmm. or something like that or how to make friends as an introvert or something like that. Key. I can't remember. Yeah. And she just said, like, a lot of people hate small talk, but it's also how you find out if you're sort of compatible with the yeah, person or not. you don't walk into a conversation you know? and be like, tell me your life story. Yeah, exactly. And usually so it's you like you'll find a point of interest. Like someone will exactly. make an office reference and it's like, you watch the office. You watch the office? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It can be podcasts, TV shows, pets. They listen to in other words and you've got a friend, a good friend. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So don't be afraid of that. That's and good And be interested in other people as well. Yeah. So if someone's talking to you, actually like be interested in them, ask questions. Yeah. Everyone likes a person who – people are very interest. self-centered. Yes. You know, people are very self-centered. So I know when I'm talking to someone and they ask me a lot of questions, I go away from the conversation like, oh, wow, like they're really nice, very friendly, yeah. you know. Whereas if someone doesn't ask me anything at all, mm. it's kind of like, oh, well, I literally didn't talk in that conversation. So yeah. And friendships take yeah. time. They do take time. Hmm. Yeah. It's, never, it's not necessarily going to be this Friend spark, at first sight. <laughs> friend of first sight <laughs> yeah um did you have anything else to add about this no oh i had one last thing and oh, if you it might sound stupid but like try not to make all of your friends like partying or whatever i don't know a lot of adults yeah i don't know like you, you might a lot of times when you are socializing with people it's when you're out somewhere or like if you're drinking or something and you can make friends from that. Like we said, you have your yes. fun friends or whatever. But it's not always – they're not always going to be, like, yeah. your friend friends. So, yeah. Yeah. Try to try to make friends in situations where you are not drinking or, you know, Push in your normal it, yeah. state of mind. <laughs> ask people. I asked people. I was like, I'm trying to find people my age. <laughs> Help me. Yeah. And they cool. did. Yeah. So, you, you kind of Very have helpful. to. Yes. Okay. And then the okay. last question. Um. Yeah, do you want to read it? I forgot. My, um, my internet's like been really dodgy the whole day on my phone. I'm so Not on my sorry. laptop though. I have no idea. Yeah. I apologize. Okay, so it said the following. How do you tell someone they are not good for you anymore? That's a big one. I think I think you just have to tell them. Mm. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I don't, you, don't, you don't necessarily have to say it in those words but anyway yeah. carry on so for me I don't know if it's just like I think there's a lot of danger in like so someone said to me that that today that they had a friendship breakup and that was quite like something to to take in um because I don't know there's something that it can come across very dramatic and um attacking if someone says Mm. I'm sorry you're not good for me I don't want to be your friend anymore that Mm. can be like super hurtful it kind of feels very like that's what kids say to each other on the playground when they're little like I don't want to be your friend anymore you know Mm. so but I feel like at the same time you do need to protect yourself you know and it's like Mm. I think that when you move out of a friendship it's important that you don't like harbor resentment Mm. and your goal is not to pull that person down you know even if they've pulled you down Mm. you know 
Um, and so I yeah. think it's important to communicate, but I wouldn't use the words like, I don't want to You're be bad for me. anymore. You are a bad person. Yeah. Um, and to yeah. be honest, and maybe this is just me being like a coward, but like, I think friendships can end and can die out just by spending less time with the person and responding mm. to their messages a couple of days late. Although if Iris meant ghosting them, sheesh, no, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's not ghosting. Cause I respond yeah. to my friends like a few days later, but it doesn't mean that I don't love them. It's just, that's how I feel yeah. about WhatsApp. Um, but yeah, like I think that you can be tactful about, how a friendship fizzles out. You're not like forced to see mm. the person unless you like you work with them or something. Mm. Um, I so think I think you can say something like, "Oh, you shouldn't make the person like aware of apart. your feelings." Yeah, you know? like we're drifting apart. I'm moving into a different phase of my life. Yeah, those kinds of things. Yeah. and like you can still recognize the importance that that friendship, yes, has had in your life you know yeah. i think the it's dangerous like, oh, the this only one dangerous thing was bad thing, so everything's bad yeah i think the only yeah. dangerous thing that i would caution against is just the whole idea of making it like a petty breakup kind of situation yeah absolutely um agreed yeah i think just be kind and be honest um and don't drag the person down but be honest mm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah i agree cool i think we are finished Yes. Then. So now you know how yes. to be the best of friends. Exactly. And how to make all the friends in the whole world yes. so that you have like a million friends. Yes. Which is not going to vote well for you when you get married, but otherwise, fantastic. You do you. Yes. Okay. Uh, cool. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. We'll be your friends. Don't you worry. Yes. And make sure you follow us on Instagram at, in other words, underscore podcast. Yes. And if you're on YouTube, like, subscribe. Like and subscribe. Comment. Mm-hmm. If you're on the other and platforms, rate. Give us a good rating. Yes. Please. That will be Not a bad so one nice because I'll be so sad and I'll cry. She will cry. Be a, be, be a better friend. Yes. If you're a friend and you don't cool. like this, we know that you aren't our friends. <laughs> <laughs> wow you're Janie Marie <laughs> red flag <laughs> okay guys okay. so what is our outro oh yes sharing is caring so share this mm-hmm. with everyone mm-hmm. you've ever met ever I meant that <laughs> I feel like I have to say in other words somewhere anyway oh yes in I other words forget that. share yeah in other that's, words we'll be better next the time podcast. <laughs> yes we will. <laughs> okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.